Self-care is so important during these times where, you know, there are all of these things happening in the world that are just chipping away at who we are, our happiness, and our well-being. Welcome to the Writing on My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus, doctor, coach, and diversity consultant. I finished my doctorate in four years while working full-time, traveling the world, and balancing a busy social life, and now I'm on a mission to create community for other BIPOC women to complete their doctorate degrees. Join me as I discuss the ups and downs of pursuing a doctoral degree. I'll be sharing personal stories, and I'm bringing some friends along for revealing conversations about their doctoral journey and provide inspiration for others to level up as doc students. Hello, Dr. Emanuela Stanislaus here with another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. And today I'm coming to you with a heavy heart. Um, I'm recording this episode on the heels of the attack on the nation's capital, the attempted coup, the really despicable violence that took place at the nation's capital last week. By the time this episode airs, it will be a week since white supremacist Trump supporters uh, violently stormed the capital, uh, trespassing and bringing the certification of the electoral votes for the 2020 presidential election to a halt as Congress and Senate uh, were evacuated um, due to the violence. I've had a little bit of time to to process uh, what took place and, you know, just want to talk about it um, in terms of how this impacts, you know, doc students. Uh, the insurrectionists felt like this country and the vote was being stolen from them. Um, This was particularly harmful given the fact that, you know, Georgia and the Democrats were celebrating the results of the Georgia runoff election where Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff won. We should have been celebrating the organizing work of the queen that is Stacey Abrams, and the work of other grassroots organizations. And the celebration was short-lived, and I'm guessing that it was probably by design or even, you know, the results of Democrats winning the presidential election and then also taking over the Senate. And there was literally no ability to cover the win in Georgia uh, because the news waves were basically hijacked by the, you know, attack that was incited by the president of the United States, which is just, you know, crazy. And also, just to be clear, it didn't start with him. We know that uh, white supremacy is the fabric of the United States and uh, he just tapped into something that white supremacists 
you know, have been able to cling on and have been emboldened to do uh, what it is that they're doing right now. I was at work when this happened, and, and I've been working at home since March, and so I keep saying at work, but I was at home um, and jumped off of a Zoom call around like 2.35-ish or so and went on Twitter to just check on, you know, some tweets or to maybe even tweet something. I, I can't remember now. And you know how sometimes you go on Twitter it's like you're just being into an ongoing conversation, right? And I saw a comment and I was like, what are they talking about? It probably said something about like the Capitol being evacuated. And I was just so confused. And I typically don't turn on the TV. Like I just try not to watch TV really. And it just prompted me to turn on the the news because I was like, what is happening? Maybe there's something more to, you know, (laughs) whatever they said. And when I turned it on, I really couldn't even believe my eyes. Like, I didn't know what I was looking at. And for me, the, the craziness on top of this was like just the double standard and white privilege, which was at play and clear as day. And it was maddening, which is, you know, why I want to uh, come on this podcast and talk about self-care. And and self-care is so important during these times where, you know, there are all of these things happening um, in the world that are just chipping away at who we are, our happiness and our well-being. There are agents of white supremacy who are literally attempting to steal our joy, our rights, our focus, our mental health, among a host of other things. And, you know, I am committed to building a community that pours positivity into women of color doctoral students and allows them for support in a world that wants to silence us, uh, to be quite honest. And how do I know that they're trying to silence us? It's because of these election results and the way that white supremacists feel as if their power is slipping away from them. And we can definitely see some of these views playing out in higher education as well. And that's what this podcast is about. And that's what the Writing on My Mind community that I'm building is about. And it's about to launch next month. And you will definitely want to be in there. So be sure to click the link in the show notes or visit my website at writingonmymindpodcast.com to add yourself to the wait list. It will be a safe community where we'll be sharing resources with each other, we'll be cheering each other on, collaborating, and helping each other to realize the goal of graduating with your doctorate, Um, especially in this climate that, you know, like we said, do not want to see us succeed and want to silence us. So, you know, backing up to last Wednesday, I got sucked in and I wasn't able to shift back to work um, to do the work that I needed to do. I couldn't help but think about some of you who might feel distracted or traumatized by the violence and 
are experiencing some barriers in your programs that illustrate that white supremacy is alive and well. The doctoral journey is all about being productive, right? We celebrate productivity. And given the violence that took place at the Capitol and also the pandemic that is still going on, you need to prioritize yourself to preserve your mental health, but also to help you to accomplish your goal. And I say all of this to really talk about self-care. It is critical as you are pursuing your doctorate. One of my favorite feminists and writers is Audre Lord, who wrote about self-care. And she says, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. And that's from her book, A Burst of Light and Other Essays. And what I get from this quote is the idea that taking care of yourself goes beyond self-care Sunday, right, (laughs) that everyone is doing. It's more about incorporating actions that will replenish you to be able to engage in a daily fight against oppressive systems in academia and white supremacy in general. So since the violence that took place on that Wednesday, I had a meeting with a coaching client that I have, and she was struggling with focusing on her work And that encouraged me to sit down and record this podcast. So some of the tips that I am sharing today are are some things that I have encouraged her to do to help her to, you know, pour into herself so that she can then be able to shift and continue on with the work that she needs to do. So let's talk about ways you can self-care so that you can resume your doctoral studies. I have nine recommendations of things that I have learned personally, but also have shared with some of my coaching clients um, that can help you through your program and give you the cheat code for success. So number one, rest. Give yourself permission to rest. If you listen to episode five, where I talk about vision boarding your way to success, I shared that I want to rest more and improve my relationship with time. And that's kind of tied to women of color who tend to get this label of being a superwoman. And as a result, we just keep going. We push ourselves when we're tired, when we're sick, when we're overwhelmed. And It is important for us to prioritize rest. Take the time that you need physically, emotionally, mentally to reset so that you can come back to your writing more refreshed and and full and maybe even having some inspiration to add to the work that you're doing um, based off of the rest that you took. If you're not already doing so, I would totally encourage you to follow Nat Ministry on Instagram and Twitter. Their focus is all about encouraging Black women, women of color, 
to rest. And they have a post that reads, reimagine rest. Anything that slows you down and connects you with your mind and body is rest. So in my mind, rest can literally mean sleeping, taking a nap, but it can also mean meditating, connecting with your breath, and things of that nature. So number one, rest. The second thing on my list is limiting social media and the news. I don't know about you, but I am on information overload. And all of this, social media and the news, is highly addicting. Wednesday, I literally got stuck in wanting to stay abreast on, you know, the latest news. I wanted to know what was going to happen to these terrorists, right? And so, like, I sat there for hours waiting to see what the response was going to be. And the sad thing is nothing was done, which impacted me in a way that I wasn't prepared for. So pay attention to how this constant barrage of information makes you feel. That's my advice for you because I felt it firsthand. And the thing to keep in mind is that you may not even be aware of how it's impacting your your mood. But the good thing is that there are ways to address this if you have a hard time stepping away from social media. You can remove apps from your phone. You can turn off the notifications. Or for my Apple phone listeners, you can go into your settings and set screen time limits um, for each of your apps. So you can do this by going to settings, and then you select the screen time option. Then you'll click on the app limits so that you can set individual time limits for each of the apps on your phone. This was a recent discovery for me and a game changer, not only for my mental health, but also for my productivity. So that was number two, limiting social media. Number three, fresh air. This is free and available to everyone. And it's so important, especially as we're staying at home, most of us, due to the pandemic. And for me, I I really do not leave my house <laughs> very often. And I can feel my mood shift throughout the day because I am staying inside. And getting some fresh air and some sun is very important for your mood. Vitamin D and endorphins really work in improving your mood. So go out for a walk and spend at least five minutes out in the sun and you will start to see some things shift within you on a positive note in terms of how you feel, your outlook on your day and life. And so try to incorporate that into your day. Number four, mental health. Investing in mental health is a big part of self-care. I've talked about the importance of taking care of your mental health on other episodes, and that's something that I will continue to do because I have seen such positive results Seeing a mental health counselor really helped me to talk through some of the anxiety that I was experiencing and feelings of overwhelm, among other things. It takes some time to find someone 
that you gel with. So embrace the process, stick with it, and be okay with changing out your therapist until you find the right one that is right for you. If finances is an issue, you definitely want to check out resources like Talkspace, which make um, mental health more accessible for others. So that is number four, mental health. Number five is journaling. I'm sure that you've heard about the benefits of journaling. Uh, The biggest benefit, in my opinion, is getting things out of my head and heart and onto paper. I look at it as a literal transfer of energy for me. And after doing it, it allows me to be able to shift to the things that need my attention. And if you're a little like me and have a hard time facing a blank page, you know, like, what do I write on here? Here are some quick prompts that you can use on a, on a daily basis. So you can ask yourself, how do you feel right now? And have responses based off of that. Another prompt is, what is something that made me smile today? And, you know, answering from that point of view. Also, what are you grateful for? And, you know, just using these prompts to get yourself, you know, going in terms of journaling your thoughts and feelings. So that was number five, journaling. Number six, create a self-care kit. So this might be something new to you, but this kit should include things that bring you joy. And additionally, a bonus piece is if you include things that engage the different senses. The idea is to go to this when you start to feel overwhelmed or if you feel stressed out. So the best strategy is to put it together when you don't need it so that when you do need it, it's already there to help you. And I don't know about you, but when I'm stressed out, I can't really think clearly. And so I may not be able to know what I need in that time that will help to soothe me and to calm me down. So your kit could be like an old shoebox or or something of that nature. So some ideas of things that you may want to add are maybe a candle, a book, a letter to yourself, a playlist of your favorite songs, stress ball, a copy of an adult coloring book, your favorite snack or candy or maybe even a journal for you to write in. And again, these are your favorite things and things that will help you to focus on yourself during your time of of need. So that was number six, creating a self-care kit. Number seven, do something that makes you happy. Call someone, dance, enjoy a glass of wine. You can also choose to do nothing at all. That's right. Doing nothing is a form of self-care. Anything that you choose to do is the right answer. So again, do something that makes you happy and brings you joy. Number eight, positive affirmations. This month, I've been focusing on positive affirmations on my Instagram account. So if you're not following me, make sure to do so. I'm at Dr. Emanuela. Um, But anyways, positive affirmations are statements that you tell yourself to help combat negative self-talk and self-sabotaging behavior that you might be experiencing. 
So you have to think to yourself, what messages are you telling yourself that are detrimental to your mental health and success? And the bottom line is that those messages are lies and they're not your truth. So with positive affirmations, the idea is that you're speaking truth to yourself. You say them out loud and repeat them to yourself. You can even place them around your house or office to help shift your way of thinking. And some of my favorites are, I am worthy. I am enough. I am on the right path to get to my desired destination. So again, what messages are you telling yourself? Uh, That's number eight. So having positive affirmations for self-care. And then the last thing for self-care is to feel all the feels. Don't ignore or try to push aside how you feel. You should either try to decompress with yourself or talk it out with some trusted friends or maybe even a mental health professional. Keeping your thoughts and feelings inside really and truly only hurt you. And I noticed, especially with the case of what took place at the nation's capital, that I was holding things inside. I had this knot in my throat, and I think that it was all because of my frustration with the situation. I was just super upset and sad because of the constant mistreatment of Black people and people of color in general. And This was really an example of the lengths that white supremacists will go to continue to oppress black and brown people. And they did all of that and there was virtually no repercussions at all. And as I watched this, I really felt as if violence was being inflicted on me by seeing the white privilege at play. And so, you know, this tip of feeling all the feels. What I ended up doing was, you know, spending some time listening to some Erica Badu and Sade and allowed myself to get in my emotions. And I gave myself permission to be sad because our country is being attacked by people who refuse to believe the truth and are guided by the need to oppress others who both do not look like them and do not have their beliefs. It's a scary time. And I think feeling all the feels is appropriate for me so that I can get up again and continue to fight for justice. So that was everything that I had in terms of self-care and, you know, some of the advice that I've been giving to my clients. Um, I'm realizing that prioritizing self-care is vital during these times. Please, please, please take care of yourself. I know that you're tired. I'm tired too. (laughs) And some of you may be engaging in research that explores the injustices faced by people of color. So you may feel like there's no escaping. And that's why you have to prioritize self-care. And, you know, I gave you those tips, but I also want to know what practices you're engaging in for self-care. Send me a message on Instagram or Twitter or even send an email at writingonmymindpodcast at gmail.com to let me know what you're doing. And 
also don't forget to send questions that you have for a chance for me to answer with one of my future guests on an upcoming episode. And lastly, don't forget to sign up to be on the Writing on My Mind community waitlist as we will be engaging in a number of self-care practices, which include being in community with one another in a safe space. So you can do that by, again, visiting the website at writingonmymindpodcast.com. And if you're loving this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends. We want to grow the Writing on My Mind community. So help us spread the word. See you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Writing on My Mind podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts and spread the word to other women of color doctoral students to grow our community. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dr. Emanuela. And if you're looking for a group of real women of color doctoral students to help you accomplish your goals, join the Writing On My Mind community by visiting writingonmymindpodcast.com. See you on the next episode.